You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to the Hemp Present Resistance, the weekly radio podcast where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat the alternative facts of prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. Where? Right here on the world's largest cannabis radio and podcast network. I am your host, Vivian McPeak. I'm the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, entering its 27th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's guest on Hempresent is Scott McKinley of Caviar Gold and High Tunes will join me shortly. Since the unprecedented statewide reforms that have taken place in the last handful of national elections, altering the prohibition paradigm and proving that cannabis can be a normalized commodity without the social sky falling, there's been an explosion of cannabis-based industry. Not only are there cultivators, processors, packagers, and retailers of cannabis driving revenue and tax dollars, creating jobs and serving their communities, there's also a host of ancillary industries popping up as well. There are apps connecting people to their nearest recreational cannabis store or hooking cannabis enthusiasts with like-minded people for dating or locating cannabis-friendly businesses. There are various business and retail-oriented expos taking place featuring businesses selling nutrients, lighting systems, security systems, point-of-sale software, and an endless array of stoner-centric gadgets and assorted paraphernalia. There now exist so many cannabis-based magazines that I can really not keep track of them, as well as clothing lines and other forms of merch, all somehow based upon the plant. All of this is with only eight states having seriously reformed their cannabis laws, Imagine what the future holds. 
I see a future where young people don't need to have their lives derailed over a drug conviction, a society where students are not fearful to call for help during a drug-related emergency, and a societal harm reduction approach to drug policy that does not criminalize people over victimless crimes. I feel so lucky that through my work with Seattle HempFest over nearly 30 years, I enjoy the pleasure of working closely with so many innovators who are leading the charge in terms of building the alternative models that incorporate the cannabis community into a civil and industrial force for change. Fortunately for you, I have one of those movers and shakers with me today. Scott McKinley is a Washington State I-502 license holder, as well as a veteran of the medical marijuana era. Starting as a professional photographer to band management, Scott evolved into a record label partner with the owner of Caviar Gold. Mike Brunson. Now, as a regional salesperson for Caviar Gold, McKinley has also added two new brands and trade names to his I-502 license, High Tunes Music Distribution through Legal Cannabis and Causes, promoted as the joint makes the world a better place. And he's with me now. Welcome, Scott, to him present on Cannabis Radio. Hello, hello. So let I always I like to start off with a question that I find a little interesting to me personally, and that is how, how did you first initially be introduced to cannabis what was your first cannabis experience and when my very first cannabis experience I, uh, I would say it was probably a senior in high school and uh, just running with the, uh, the the heavy metal kind of a crowd and then ran into it and just ditching school one day cool so so and, and then you kind of became a member of the culture and kind of been there uh, ever well, since uh, not for a while uh, I, I first went into being a photographer and then that went into band management and uh, I still at that time worked at Verizon Wireless managing a Verizon Wireless store so I still wasn't that big in the weed and uh, then I came to me trying to look for a financier and a partner and that's when I found Mike Brunson from Caviar Gold and he came here and started a record label with me which started pushing the bands that we started managing and realizing how expensive it was to be in the music industry at that time he told me if I wanted to continue to push the bands that I was pushing, then I had to get into the marijuana business as well. I really didn't know a whole lot about the marijuana business, so then I went down to California and worked with him down there, learning all about the marijuana business, learning about the product and how to move the products, and got my state ID for California down there so that I can go into the dispensaries down there and started working the, the medical marijuana business down there, learning the ropes. And once I proved myself that I could generate income of $10,000 or more every day, then he gave me my own business up here and uh, licensed the brand to me. I now am no longer Caviar Gold whatsoever. I have uh, stepped away from that company, and they're doing other things in the CBD um, realm of things nationally with a bunch of different products. And I chose to stay in Washington with my license here and really push my other side brands. So we're going all full board for uh, High Tunes right now and uh, causes, and those are the two big things we're pushing. Cool, as you know, I was a part of the heavy metal music scene as well. I remember the days where our slogan was, bigger the hair, the closer to God. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so you've been in the industry for a while now, the cannabis uh, slash marijuana industry. What excites you most about the industry these days? What are your primary goals regard, regarding your involvement? Well, I mean, uh, really impresses me at, at how fast we're able to really grow from having people that were essentially criminals um, growing inside their house to now huge businesses growing and the corporate structure is starting to set in and the, the, the big boys are coming out to play. 
after I parted ways with Caviar Gold and I started pushing these other brands, I did proof of concept and got them on market. And then I sat down with an investment group and got green lit on my ideas. And, and now we're, we're pushing it on a bigger scale than I've ever dreamed. And as far as high tunes, we do music distribution through cannabis. And that idea now has spawned off into this um, company with me is going to start pushing that idea nationally across all the different cannabis states. And we even have a, a booth at NAM this year for the National Association of Musical Merchants Convention to where we can talk to all the musicians and tell them, hey, we're really going to give you another source of distribution for your music. Scott, there's an explosion of cannabis-related industry taking place right now. What is Gold Services and what makes that brand different from the rest of the startups and more established retail cannabis-related companies that we see around? Well, Gold Services is the name I'm on, on my license. That's what I originally started with. And it's a service where we go to the buyers of a dispensary and we say, what sells the best in your store? What price point do you need it at? What packaging are you looking for? And we will do the service of going to put that all together for you and give you your winning solution for, for all of the demographics and the numbers that your store has been running. So it's a gold service. We, we go there and and find out what works best for you, and we go source that and package it for you. So, if I'm not mistaken, you market hot sauces, ranch dressings, and other condiment lines. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Are they active? Are they not active? Well, we are working with uh, a couple different bottling companies and kitchen companies right now to come up with the best solution of uh, high tunes branded, artist branded sauce lines that would be non-infused in regular grocery stores across the country and that way we will have real commercials on TV to back them up with the artists all backing up high tunes as a marketing platform and then of course we will follow up after we have all of the marketing out there and the brand awareness with the infused versions on the market so what what would you see that product in the future doing uh, would people be uh, people would be buying the hot sauce and it would it would be uh, branded with with what well, it would be a high tunes brand hot sauce that, um, or, or barbecue sauce or ranch dressing or whatever we, other sauces we put out there. But when you scan our, our code on the bottle, it's going to give you certain credits. Those credits build in order to buy music from a big library of music. And you can even, we're even working out the platform to where you can buy your favorite band's merchandise and everything right out of our platform using the credits you build from buying these products out of regular stores or dispensaries. Cool. We've got a couple minutes before the first break. Now, I wanted to interview you, interview you because you're working with some really innovative uh, cannabis projects. But we also work on Seattle Hemp Fest together. Let's touch on the uh, high tune stage at Seattle Hemp Fest and some of the music acts that you all work with. What can people expect to see at the High Tunes Village area of Hemp Fest this year or next year, I should say? Well, we, we like to follow in the Hemp Fest um, idea of things and to keep things pretty local. So we, we do look for the local artists that are really pushing and really pushing the cause and, and understand the mission behind Hemp Fest and what they're getting into. And out of the 32, 34 artists, I'd say about 25 of them will all be local. And the rest of them will be the, the special ones we bring in for the, the 420 sets and the 6 o'clock sets and later in the afternoons. We'll bring in three or four national artists. But for the most part, we look forward to seeing the best of the best when it comes to the local artists coming out. And, of course, we're talking about the high tune stage being one of four stages uh, with three full days of music that takes place at Seattle Hemp Fest. 
My guest is Scott McKinley from High Tunes Causes, Hemp Fest, etc. We're going to take our first pause for the cause because there's flaws and laws. Hear that word from our sponsors and advertisers to come right back for the best part of the show. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com. Is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping for essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back on Hemp Present with Scott McKinley. Scott, uh, what can you tell us about a new project that you've launched called HiTunes? So iTunes is a marketing platform on different marijuana products. So we're going to take um, tubes for cones, we're going to take jars, and we're going to print a sticker on there that has a QR code. That QR code will allow you to go to a download page that gives you music and links you to those artists. So in a sense, we're, we're advertising music and giving you music downloads through legal cannabis. That's fascinating. Um, has anybody else done anything like that? Do you know? I mean, I've never heard anything quite that that approach. No, this is the this is the first company that uh, I've ever noticed anywhere that's done music distribution through through cannabis sales. And when we've gone through all the the red red tape and hoops that we can in order to uh, make sure that this is. Um, a legal, nice process, and, and we're able to do something like this through a company like iTunes, and we're, we're taking it one step further and doing things outside of legal cannabis as well, using music distribution on everyday products. What, what, what kind of uh, red tape and, and, and hurdles would does somebody meet with a project like this? Well, somebody would meet with uh, the Liquor Control, Liquor Cannabis Control Board, um, trying to make sure that we're not buying favor in order to get weed sales to happen. So by giving, uh, like, you can't buy a joint and get a free shirt because that would be buying a customer with a free shirt. But the monetary value of music is literally nothing these days. So we can give music to a fan and not be considered buying a customer at all. 
but we had to get approval for that. So we had to go through our, our officer and submit to the LCB and get an email approving us to be able to, to give music away as something without adding um, financial benefit to that sale. Yeah, we could probably do the rest of the show just based upon all the weird rules that we have treating cannabis like oh, it's yeah. uh, we, like we have it's a lot plutonium. of different weird rules. <laughs> um, that Definitely alcohol, have to make sample, sure we certainly. Don't, don't break those rules. No, no, no. We don't want to. Our nose pot people aren't rule breakers at all. <laughs> no, but we're we're building a new paradigm, and, and we've got to do it right because we want to do something built to last. Um, but it's just it's humorous uh, sometimes looking at all the crazy stuff, the seed to sale tracking, and all the cameras in the pot stores, uh, and everything treating every granule of it like it's uh, a potential threat to society. Still, uh, but we're getting there. Um, Moving along, what about causes, the joint to make the world a better place? What's causes all about? So, causes is something that, uh, as a philanthropist myself over the years, um, using marijuana to, to raise money and give to charitable causes, uh, I, I found there's too many causes I want to give to, so and we wanted to come up with a vehicle in order to do that, and we came up with a brand causes in order to give different brands or different causes their own brand. So I have one cone that just goes to breast cancer. I have one cone that just goes to Alzheimer's. One cone that just goes to Fraternal Order of Police. And I have one cone that goes to the veterans. And for each one of these people, we go and we find somebody willing to let us give them money. If they receive federal funds, it's a good chance they're not going to allow us to give them money. But we found somebody, thankfully, in the veterans' vertical of this, and that's Patrick from 22 Too Many Foundation down in Olympia, and his store is also from, from a, a the Olympia location. Olympia Hempfest Central. Yep. Right. And uh, he, yeah, absolutely. And, and he was completely open to working with our cause. And now every veterans twenty two joint that we sell, he gets a quarter towards his cause to help the veterans. And he really has the biggest heart in the world, and he really does put the money to a good use. So after interviewing him, having him to our place, and then us going to his place, we completely decided to make him the veterans coat. So uh, as we move forward, and we find more causes that we want to put out there will have these cause branded tubes that you know when you go to the store and you see that causes tube you're going to give to somebody by, by buying that joint and of course 22 too many is a all veteran based well veteran advocacy organization uh, based here in Olympia Washington uh, that also ha- operates out of the Hempfest Central Olympia we've kind of joined forces with them uh, and they are one of the few uh pro-cannabis veteran organizations in America. Um, When you said, and I I, I believe I've interviewed Patrick on this show, Um, when you say cones, what are you talking about? Um, We're talking about a one gram packed cone that has a filter on the end inside of a tube, a dube tube. And so for every doobie that somebody buys, portion of that... A quarter goes to that cause. Nice. Excellent. Quarter of the revenue? Yep. Excellent. So we, we have been... We have been uh, actually doing a Keith mix into the, the cones as well. So we have 20% Keith uh, inside there, making them just taste extremely well. And because uh, a full gram with a Keith mixed cone, by the end of it, it starts tasting like hash, we decided to put two half gram Keith cones in there instead. And that way they taste just beautiful through the entire thing. Talking my language, my brother. So, so you, so you call up like the Cancer Society and 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 other organizations and say, "Hey, I'm Scott McKinley. I want to sell joints of marijuana. 
uh, meant to raise money for your organization. What what has that experience been like? What's the reception been like? Well, the reception is mixed. Um, I have a, a coworker of mine, Jason England. He's been taking the lead on causes by calling and getting a hold of all of these different places that we want to give money to. And a lot of the, the emotions are mixed, but they are very receptive to us coming out and filming a mini commercial that we can put on our site and uh, let people know exactly where their money is going to and let people meet the representatives that we're going to be giving money to. And we've done that with Patrick and came out with a really nice video that we put up. And uh, we're working with other companies to do that as well. But having them up on a marijuana website and having them openly taking money does take them a couple couple conversations to make happen. Which kind of, you know, this is the, what they call the process of normalizing. And uh, just like prohibition has come on layer by layer by layer of, of misinformation and propaganda, you kind of got to peel those layers off. And what I've found, and maybe you're finding the same thing, is that people are initially, they have a gut reaction of like, oh, what? No way. We can't, we can't do that. We can't be associated with that. And it's like, well, wait a minute. It's legal, first of all. Oh, that's right. Um, and, and second of all, uh, there are thousands, tens of thousands, if not millions of people that, that could potentially be donating to their organization. Um, and so it's really a process of getting them used to the idea and then they probably come around pretty quick uh, if they can, depending on, like you say, if they take federal funding, then well, that's a whole different story. Um, you mentioned websites. What are the websites for high tunes and causes? How can people track down more information on those? Well, it's high tunes as in hello tunes. So it's hi-tunes.com and it's hi-tunes.com forward slash causes to get to the causes website. Sweet. And and can people just make a contribution through the Causes website without buying some herb? We're, we're about to get there. We're building it out right now. We're, we're hoping to have a running tally of how much we've donated through the legal cannabis and then links to all of those sites if you just want to help them after watching our videos. We will probably yeah, have about 100 Causes linked to our website with about 10 of them on cones. So you'll be able to help a lot of a lot of range of other causes, even if we're not printing them and putting them on, on their own joints. Yeah, because there might be people listening uh, to this show in other areas where cannabis is not legal and they can't buy a cone, but they might still want to support something that that helps these organizations and at the same time uh, supports the cannabis movement doing this philanthropy, which is really a, a brilliant and innovative thing. Um, you know, we've been demonized so unfairly uh, when in reality the cannabis community has always been a very giving open spiritual uh, positive force in, on the large part in, in my opinion do you agree? Absolutely and I mean looking at the, the financial aspect of it I mean there there's about 50 cents of profit on any one joint that you sell and you, if you really want to be a successful company here, you spend half of that back on marketing in order to get yourself pushed out there. We've just made the moral choice of instead of putting it on marketing for this brand of giving that marketing budget to a different cause and intend in, in, in trade, we're hoping that the, the big heart of that cause will be our marketing. So we're, we're trading the marketing cause or marketing budget in order to, to give it to people and hopefully just the word of mouth and talking on shows like yours will be enough marketing for this brand. So, Scott, with, with, uh, with causes, in a way, you're helping out these important uh, organizations and causes that you believe in, uh, but you're also doing some really important PR, public relations, both for your, 
your organization, but also uh, for the cannabis industry in general? Absolutely. I really think that finding these causes to, and, and helping support uses them as a billboard. And in that way, we're taking our marketing budget from our cost of goods and, and, and we're splitting our profit in half. And instead of putting half towards marketing, we get to put it towards these causes, which in, ten, uh, in turn gets the exposure of marketing, we think, a lot better than the traditional marketing will. So we're using these causes as a way to make the world a better place and get better marketing for it. That's why I like working with you, Scott. Scott McKinley is my guest. We're going to take our second break here. Word from our sponsors and advertisers. Come back with our final question for Scott McKinley. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, pink, that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Cannabis Radio with Scott McKinley for our final segment Scott, you've been in the industry for a while. What advice might you have for somebody who might be listening to this show who's thinking about diving into the cannabis business as an entrepreneur? What are a few things you think they should consider? Well, I mean, I would definitely consider checking out the market that you're going to dive into thoroughly. In Washington State, by the time the the, the purchase is made by the end consumer, there's about 47.5% taxes involved. And that means that the price you sell to the store for has to be really small in order to get to that um, competitive mark. In order to get to that small price, you have to be able to buy a large quantity of weed because the smaller quantities, it's a higher price. So to buy a big quantity of weed and compete in the marketplace, you have to have some good financial backing. So if you're coming into this industry thinking you're going to start small and just be able to ramp up, it's going to be really hard 
because that initial buying power of getting the small price really makes all the difference. I know for a fact there's five different companies in the market right now that are purposely losing money because they're driving the price down, creating the marketplace to force corporate consolidation, forcing all of the small companies to end up breaking and then selling to the bigger companies. There used to be 6,000 licenses here. Now there's like 600 owners here that just own a whole bunch of different farms, own a whole bunch of different stores. And it's going to keep on getting smaller and smaller until there's only a small list of owners here that own everything. And in my opinion, that was the state's plan the whole time, corporate consolidation. So if you're getting in right now in the Washington marketplace, then you've got to come with a lot of financial backing in order to compete on the marketplace with your prices. There's a lot of other markets that don't have the taxes or are not setting up to have the taxes that we do. But if you can make it in Washington, you can make it anywhere. And that's what you have when you got commodification instead of a repeal of all penalties, which I consider true legalization. Um, Scott, we have maybe 30 seconds. Uh, how can people, once again, how can people hook into your cool projects online? Um, find me on hitunes.com, hi-tunes.com, iTunes official on Twitter. Um, iTunes on Instagram, iTunes on Facebook. Um, you can find out all about the iTunes program. If you're a musician, you want to get on board with us. If you make products, I don't care if you make ice cream in New Orleans or cookies out of Georgia, give us a call. We can put music on those products for you. You heard that in New Orleans and Georgia? <laughs> Thanks, Scott, for being on uh, Him Present, man. I'll be, be seeing you soon, my brother. You take care. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Now, when I get to a weekly feature, 100% on Canvas Radio, that's the quote of the week, and here it is. The prestige of government has undoubtedly been lowered considerably by prohibition law, for nothing is more destructive of respect for the government and the law of the land than passing laws which cannot be enforced. It is an open secret that the dangerous increase of crime in this country is closely connected with this, and that was the German-born theoretical physicist Albert Einstein, but of course, what did he know? That concludes this installment of 100% on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, talk it easy. And don't forget to email me at hampersent at gmail.com. The Hampersent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Stickerbush, and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music maestro. I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.